Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number four of the Long Strokers podcast. I am your host, Chris Hubbard, and I am here with uh, Long Stroker, Brett Nursky. Brett, how are you doing today? Good, good, good. Fantastic. And we are also joined by a very special guest, uh, Dee McCullough. How are you? I'm awesome. Good, good. Uh, Dee is up in uh, Savannah, Missouri with uh, Mr. Brett Nursky, and Correct me if I'm wrong. You are the uh, club pro up at Duncan Hills. Yep, I'm a PGA member. PGA member at Duncan Hills. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, Brett has this. He gave me a bunch of career highlights, which very very impressive. Um, but rather than me just go through and read it like a, a book report, why don't you go ahead and give us a, a little bit of background and some achievements that you've uh, you've hit in your career? All right. Well. Um... I am a 25-year member of the PGA, so it's called the Quarter Century Club. So, yay me. I'm that old, (laughs) which is pretty cool. Um, It's like when I first joined the PGA 25 years ago, um, I think there was only two other women that were in the section in Minnesota. I'm actually from Minnesota, so when you hear how cool I talk, you know, because it's not really talked about. Oh, no. you Trust me. I... I I played hockey for more than 20 years and, yeah, and I refereed. You say it right too. It's hockey. Yeah. You know? I refereed for like, cool. I, I think like eight or nine years I refereed and they sent me up to Minnesota and I actually like to a point started getting the A and you know, you betcha. I, I would say like all that kind of fun. Get jargon. those diphthongs um, going. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. You that. betcha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I inherited the language. Not only that, but I refereed with a guy from Boston. So I would get into like a random Boston accent too. You didn't keep the hockey hair? <laughs> it's a thing what's that <laughs> the hockey hair it's a thing no 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 the flow no anyway. i don't have the flow anymore um my my hairline's running away from me and it's hard to actually grow That's it out right. like now i get a haircut like every two months instead of every month there you go there you go well but, anyway i just i started playing competitive golf when i was a kid just like anyone um just it it bit me and then i've been pretty happy with it and uh um played golf for the university of minnesota and was a pros and gopher for a few years and then after that there weren't a lot of options for tours back then it was um there were a couple mini tours is what they called them back in the day where they were like fledgling satellite tours of the lpga so I, you know, kind of wandered around for a little bit being a vagabond and going everywhere with my clubs. And then I played in the women's European tour for a season. And then when I quit playing, I always, I just, I love golf, you know, and I love the passion and all of that. So I stuck with it and I became a teaching pro. That was my specialty. Um, and then I got this gig about four years ago. So my title is more promoter of fun right now. And, um, and I'm enjoying this too. So I still get to work with people and do a lot of programming to keep the, you know, keep the flow of people coming into the game. And COVID has been really helpful with that where people are, you know, looking for something to do outside. And I think they're, the social aspects of golf are huge and um, I try and run an event and league schedule that, you know, capitalizes on team play and 
um, allows people to have a lot of fun when they play. So it's also very inclusive or it lets people from kind of any ability come on in and play. That's fantastic. Uh, and I mean, if, if anything came from, I mean, you know, COVID was terrible, but if anything came from it, we saw a huge, huge influx of people wanting to play golf. And I mean, that came to a point where, you know, golf clubs were becoming scarce, like back orders and golf clubs. I mean, it took, it took four months for me to get my new driver. Yeah. So like, what kind of what kind of influx have you seen from you know, not just people but kids like kids getting into it, especially during the COVID yeah. stuff. Whenever you couldn't play team sports or you yeah. couldn't play, you know, you know, from my hockey background, they wouldn't even let them play hockey because they all had to be in locker rooms and nobody yeah. could be near each other. So what kind of what kind of influx did you get, and what kind of um, interest? Like how much interest did you guys gain on on golf, especially around the youth? That's yeah. that's the biggest thing. Yeah. So Savannah has, um, they, well, in Missouri, the seasons are separate for the boys golf and the girls golf. And so we're currently in the girls golf season. Um, one of my staff members, he's also a teacher at um, Savannah High School, and then he coaches the boys and girls teams. And he's had over 20 players come in to boast, you know, the boys and the girls. So he's had a large number of players coming in. I ran this program when I first came in, I started this uh, PGA junior league, which at the time, I think it was about in its fourth year. It's a national program. Again, very inclusive team play. It's like little league for golf, if you will, with a structure, the kids get little uniforms and hats and they play. Well, they, our first year we were able to play other teams. So country club had a team, Osingo had a team. And it was great. So the traveling, the parents really loved it. Um, for some reason, those other two courses have dropped the program. Um, so we're the lone ranger in the region. So we hosted a couple teams. So we just kept it in house. Kids play each other. Um, our numbers tend have stabilized pretty well where we're up about 40, 50 kids when you do there's, you know, the 13 and under crowd, and then you have the, the high school crowd. So we have two divisions if you will and they run for about six weeks um but super high interest and in terms of general players finding us general kids finding playing uh we get a lot of kids from the baseball team sometimes i think the, the baseball kids play more in the summer than the golf kids um so that's awesome i mean it's a demographic that's well, I think the PGA America and the LPGA have done a great job of running youth programs. You know, it's kind of our calling card, but it's like a leaky bucket. As soon as these kids hit an age, boom, they're gone. So retention has been key. And that's why they came up with this PGA Junior League, because it offers so much retention for the kids and then being able to step into the high school program as well. So um, I think it started do its job, you know, where now we've got such numbers and the reputation is, um, there with the community there. It's helping kind of it's branded. So, um, parents are coming in and looking for it now, which is terrific. You know, the less work you have to do at marketing. The oh yeah. And, and getting kids into golf at a young age. And that's one thing that I really, I really regret is not getting into golf at a younger age, but mm -hmm. you know, down here, I don't think we had the programs um, that you got like a program like you guys have, uh, it was more or less, you know, you would go out and you'd play with your dad or you'd go out and you play with like, for me going, we'd go out and play with my cousins. 
we go walk the par three course and play, but we never took it seriously yeah. and things like that where, you know, and you're right. I will say as a baseball player, that's what got me into playing golf was, you know, all of my friends in the off season would go and play golf. And then every swing I had between hockey, baseball, golf, everything was screwed up. So I never had a consistent swing, Yeah, <clears throat> but, but that's great. And I didn't know, I didn't know that the high school age was actually involved in the junior program. I thought it was more of a, um, you know, below high school age for, for youth where they didn't have programs such as like our high schools all have programs. Your guys' high school has a program for kids to play. So how do they, uh, do they, I mean, graduate out of your program, go straight to the high school ranks? Yeah. So it's pretty seamless. So the kids will progress at 13 U, and then when they hit that 13, you know, when they turn 14, um, they will move into the, you know, the 17 U program is what they call that. Now there's a lot of attrition still kids of that age have a lot more competition with their activities. And now that things have opened up, um, you know, we've seen the numbers deplete as far as the program itself, you know, where I might get, let's say I get 40 kids in the, the 13U, I might only get 10 kids in the 17U. So we're mm -hmm. working on trying to increase those numbers. Yet what I'm super encouraged by is um, I would say we probably have, oh, I got to think off the top of my head. I, we've got about 20 or 30 kids that play out here consistently. They're not in the program. They're baseball players or hockey players. Well, probably not hockey players, but football players or whatever. But they're. I've been telling, I was trying to tell Brett earlier this. We came up to Duncan Hills and we played, we played and we did some filming. And, and you know, he texts us, says, I won't be available between one and two because my kids got soccer. I'm like, you know, there's a hockey rink down in St. Joe. You could definitely get them out of that yeah, soccer yeah. round. Just put them, put a stick in their hands and all that fun stuff. But Drive no, but having. Yeah. <laughs> it'll mess up every I, I swear to you it'll mess up every swing that you have yeah. like it's you'll be putting just like happy Gilmore. i swear you'll be putting just like happy gilmore there you go um but, uh to add on that d also does besides the the pga junior league she also does like a like a kid's camp in the summertime like when the kids are out of school mm -hmm. uh, and it goes down to you know four or five like my kid my kids did it this year and they were i think at the time they were four and six so and they enjoyed every minute of it, you know. It, it kind of puts a damper on things up here because we don't have a range. But D, D does a really, really great job of utilizing the course and what we have up here to teach these junior programs. And, uh, you know, I, I did junior programs, you know, all through, you know, from the time I could swing a golf club till, you know, I was 15. So, <clears throat> she, like I said, she does a really good job of doing that and – not only, like I said, not only the junior, the PJ Junior League, she does the camps, and those are those are really awesome too. So, like, when it comes, like, how how what's the schedule like for the junior program? Because I know, I mean, I'm guessing it'd be probably spring, big in the summer, um, you know, going into fall as far as you can go. But you know, I think you made the comment earlier that kids, you're kind of competing because. In the summertime, kids play baseball, they play soccer, they play softball mm -hmm. and all that. So do you guys actually work the schedules around other activities or is it kind of, you know, how does that work? Because I know when it comes to parents getting their kids involved, which, you know, would be my is my next you know point is how do they get their kids involved and how do you, you tell it to them? Like, you know, they can still play soccer, they can still play baseball and they can also enjoy golf as well. 
which to me, right. I personally, I would, I would like to squeeze it. I would squeeze it in because it's more relaxing to me than yeah. you know, playing baseball. Yeah. Well, it's important for kids of a certain age. I mean, there's ages and stages, right? So mm -hmm. when kids are coming up from early learning, you know, say the four and under crowd, and then moving into elementary school. I mean, it has to be fun. They have to have a lot of exposure to other sports because we're training their physical literacy versus, you know, everything pairs together and learning to kick and throw and jump and shoot and all of that. Those are important skills. And so like in the camps, we try to build in some of that and of course, keep the fun factor. Um, and then as you get to, you know, middle school, towards the end of middle school, that's when you really want to start specializing your kids, but you want to expose them to a variety of sports. And so right. back to what we do, we do, we schedule ours for Sunday nights. So late afternoon for the PGA Junior League tends to be, a you know, not a lot of competition on that particular night for other sports. So it's an easy sell to say, yeah, my kid plays baseball, soccer, whatever. And we're like, fine, fine, come on out, play golf. It's no pressure. And so that works out really well. And then we, um, pgajuniorleague.com is your go-to source for finding a local program. So if you just get on pgajuniorleague.com and hit the search button with your zip code and it'll tell you where the programs are and how far away they are. Registration usually starts in, uh, February, January, February. It gets a little earlier every year, I think. Um, I will work through our programs and get them posted usually sometime in that time frame. And then it goes, the season itself will start, uh, last year we started at the middle of May, I think, or beginning May, somewhere. It was so long ago. Summer is such a mad dash sprint. I forgot what I did five minutes ago, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's when we started. It was, I think it was middle of May. Yeah, that sounds about that? right. Right. Uh, it was about right as the kids were getting out of school. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's like perfect timing. That's right. Perfect timing. Cause right. You get out of school and you have something to do right out the gate. Right. So yeah. from, you know, and one, I guess I'm not a parent, but I know, you know, one concern from parents is what can they expect in the ways of like finding equipment and the, the money and the time standpoint for the junior leagues? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, now that I'm also responsible for merchandising and all that, I like to make a turnkey. So I have a pretty full selection of junior clubs that I fit them. And fitting is super important for kiddos because, you know, the old cutting down dad's set of clubs is not really helping your child have a positive learning experience. You're really all of a sudden starting to put up a few barriers that they have to put a few hitches in their giddy up to get through that. So I bring in clubs that are lightweight and they are, you know, child ready, if you will. And, um, they have a lot of different sizes. And then as I move through the years, I recognize that, you know, that's an investment. And of course right now everything is an investment. So I do a buyback program because your kids, you can expect your kids if they're fit, right. Your kids don't grow quite as much as you think they do, but they still grow a fair amount. So it's easier to grow out of a set of clubs for golf than it is to grow into it. So I like about two years for clubs. Um, that second year, they might be a little short for them, but hey, it's no big deal. 
And um, then the buyback allows them, you know, to apply part of that purchase, you know, to the next set of clubs. And then that makes the pain a little less. And then I usually have a few used sets of clubs in because of that. So someone who maybe needs a little bit more value, they can go in and do that. And of course you can search marketplace and, you know, the important thing when you're looking for a set of clubs for kiddos is, you know, take a measurement of your child, their total height. And then, um, the three quarter rule works. So three quarters of that is the maximum length of the driver. So basically it should come up just below the chest. That um, is, I, I, I'll have to stop you. That is an awesome program. Like I, I really wish as a kid, I mean, we, it was played against sports. We would go and we trade our stuff in. You wouldn't get much, but I mean, using, you almost got the iPhone model where, you know, trade in your old one. We'll put it yeah. towards your new one. And yeah. that's, that's amazing. That's fantastic because it keeps them involved and it keeps them moving forward and not having to break the bank to do so. Cause right. I mean, looking at my golf bag, I don't want to call it an investment because it's a very poor investment because I'm not very good with them right no. now, <laughs> but, yeah. but for kids, it's awesome because you know, then they can go out in, in the summertime and they got their own set of clubs and go out and play with their friends and show them off. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, me, I mean, I stopped growing in eighth grade, but you know, these kids that they sprout up, you know, you trade those in, boom, you got a brand new set of clubs. Right. And that's fantastic. I really, really like yeah. that yeah. model. And the, the junior programs that she puts on, uh, are, you know, they're, they're fairly cheap. They're very, uh, family friendly towards the pocketbook. Uh, and you know, just to getting your kids out here for an hour, hour and a half, uh, just to, you know, to listen to somebody else than their parents is, is a great deal. And absolutely. Yeah. And, and I, he, that's he does a great perfect. Job that. That's perfect. Cause it leads right into my next question, which is like, you know, in this, in this newer generation of kids, like how, what do you guys do for your program to help keep the interest and keep them, you know, focused on, on, and loving golf? Um, you know, cause now it's, it's the TikTok era where, you know, 30 seconds of focus time is, is about the max. And I know that, you know, when it comes to sports in, in this kind of game, it's, you know, how do we keep them interested and how do we keep them coming back for more? Yeah. You know, that's, that's what we're really after. Well, again, it's ages and stages, but at the end of the day, everybody likes to play a game, right? That's why we play mm -hmm. golf. It's game. So if you can break into different games within it, so you can make games out of chipping, like, you know, you can do your standard, well, you can take almost any PGA tour drill there is like the basic drill in golf is a ladder, right? So you're either pitching from 20, 40, 60, 80 yards, or you're putting on a ladder, three, six, nine, 12, whatever. So you convert those into games and then you convert the type of that game, how it relates to your kids. I mean, I have brought out, I, I raid like the dollar store for stupid kid games. And, you know, I have a, I didn't whip out the whiteboard this year, but I have had them play like Oh, history games, you know, where, you know, they chip in a circle and they got to answer a question. I don't know. I do sort all sorts. Of that's all. I, see, yeah. but that's cool. That's cool because it keeps them yeah. interested and it's like little mini games on top of the big game that you're yeah. learning to play. Yeah. You know, that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, especially, yeah. especially for the, like I said, especially for the youth, you gotta, you gotta hook them in. You gotta keep them interested. Right. Um, and a, a know, lot of, a lot of things too, are with the, like the junior camps and especially with golf is, uh, 
you can drop your kid off at the golf course and you can go have that 45 minutes to an hour by yourself as a parent because you know there's Dee's not the only one that does this you know she she has help you know like I'll help her if she needs uh you know Brant the golf coach helps so you know there's multiple adults around and, and a lot of parents do they'll just drop their kid off and they'll go you know run have a cup of coffee enjoy yeah. oh yeah I, I remember that mom mom yeah, would drop me off at the rink and then boom out of there yeah. you know it's not like a lot of other sports where you know the parents are super involved or you know, like, you know, the parents are trying to relive their glory days through their kid or something like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's funny because now that I think about it, you know, you'd go, you go to like baseball practice, you go to like hockey practice and you're doing like conditioning and you're doing this, that, and the other thing when you're, when you're golf, it's, it's all, it's all active. You're all hitting, you're working on your game. Like, you know, we would spend 30 minutes just skating. And that was the most boring thing ever. And I hated it until you got to the scrimmage and like, you're talking about the games. That's what, you know, that's what everybody strives to get to. But, you know, I think with the youth, I think playing golf is a great way for those kids. No, no, there is not. Trust me. I mean, I think actually, yeah, (laughs) make them run, make them run the first round the putting green junior. I will say I have ran down a hill to catch a pro V before it goes into the water. So there is a tiny bit of running, Uh, but that's also because it's $3 and 50 cents worth of of Mm. running. But um, D what would you say for any parent that's trying to get their kid involved? uh, What age would you recommend? And what would you recommend their next step would be if, you know, if their kid's saying they want to start playing, they want to get involved? Yeah. So there is no bad age. I mean, there really isn't. Um, You know, the, like I said, your exposure to sports to kids at a young age. Uh, Years ago, I was at a conference and I always like to sit in the back in case my attention span goes. And so I had these two older gentlemen come sit next to me. I was with my husband, Gerald too. And, uh, the two fellas that sat next to us were also older fellas. Well, it pays to sit next to the old guys in the back. One guy was foremost sports psychologist in the world. And the other one was foremost kinesiologist in the world. So now we got the head and the body and these dudes knew what they were talking about. It's awesome. But I asked the fellow and I'm like, yeah, cause my dad was a, my dad's a, um, uh, coach of numerous sports and he was a really good athlete in and of himself. And I was always the firstborn child, firstborn son, if you will. And so, you know, I wondered about that. I'm like, are we just born with our skills or, you know, some people just have it, you know, like Nursky's just born to bomb it, you know what? And, uh, and he says that really, um, for the most part, most of our, us are born a little bit equal. And it's the amount of time that you put into learning your skill. But again, ages and stages, you miss window for speed training. It's gone. You're not going to learn that. Yep. So exposing your kids again to that physical literacy and lighting a fire to make it fun for them so that they have the desire to practice. But, you know, you're, I never did get over the short attention span thing. My attention span is about 15 minutes. That's all. That's ever been. So I, is, I second that. Yeah. That mine's, so. mine's that mine's about like that. I get in and you know, that's where, that's where, when it comes to like you, like you also do lessons as well, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. And you know, when it comes to the youth and it, I mean, even me as an adult, 
I mean, if I, if I'm here hitting for 15, 20 minutes and I keep hitting incorrectly, or I'm not hitting the way I want to hit, you get frustrated, you walk away. Yeah. Um, you know, but you know, how, how do you keep like the young ones, you know, from not walking away? Cause I oh, know they're for, easier for, than adults. Cause their attention span is really new. So you're just like, hey, you want to ride on cart? Sure. Let's go. Yeah. I, I can tell you right now, like. I can tell you right now, like as a kid, I would have been like, okay, I can't hit the ball. I mean, to this point, I can't hit a straight drive to save my life. And I still get frustrated at myself all the time about it. Well, but, as, long I mean, as, can, as long as they can get on that golf cart and go ride to the, to their ball, they're, they're fine. Like, like my son, he's five and he, he don't even ride in the golf cart half time anymore. He just runs. Like, oh yeah. Running is good. Man, I wish yeah. I, had. you he know just, what, you know, all yeah. these companies, all these companies like spend so much time, money, energy into making these energy drinks when they should be extracting whatever is in kids that <laughs> makes them go and go and go and put yeah, that in. I buy that. Like I'd buy stock in that. Right. Yeah. But like, like we, so a few years ago, my buddy, we, we would go play every Wednesday. So we would get a tea time. We play nine holes after work. And it got to a point where his daughter, who's probably five years old, she would go out there and she was just loving it. Like, you know, she would ride in my cart with me with her bag of snacks and, you know, I was teaching her, I was teaching her all kinds of golf stuff. And her dad would teach her all kinds of golf stuff. And the best was like, we're on the green. And I said, Hey, if your daddy hits that short, I want you to yell. So I told her and he hit it short and she goes, nice one, Nancy. And every, like the two old guys we got paired up with, were just laughing so hard. But I think, you know, I, I think making it fun for the kids and like you're saying, you know, getting to ride in that golf cart and getting to, you know, go out and play with dad. It also helps as well. I'm, oh, sure, yeah. I'm sure Brett can vouch for that one. Yeah. yeah. Kids, kids love their parents, you know, and the time that they have with them on the golf course is just, it's the best. So it's yeah, good get, to keep them. It's, they, they I don't know. See, I watch yeah, that with I mean, kids they're all outdoors, the time. They get to see, they get to see the ponds. Yeah. They get to see the ponds, you know, the birds, the, trees they get to pick up sticks and throw rocks and you know everything mm-hmm. else oh yeah and nobody cares and nobody cares. i mean yeah. what what did we see what did we see making uh passing hole one on oh, si- yeah. saturday we saw a big old snapping turtle come big out. old snapping turtle just oh, yeah. walking right across the path it yeah. matt and matt and mike are teeing off and this thing is just trucking his way towards them and i'm like you know we're gonna get this on video and put the jaws theme to it and just yeah you know and then Brett, and then Brett's sticking sticks in his face, trying to get him to snap yeah, on it. I'm like, <laughs> leave the guy alone. And then by 17, I'm like, did he make it to the water? I was kind of concerned. Um, yeah. But what, I mean, go ahead and uh, go ahead and give the people some, uh, some information where they can find not only you, but also the PGA program in their area or, or, you know, more information that they yeah. can, they can share with their kids. PGAJuniorLeague.com is your go-to for the junior golf. And in terms of us, um, we're DuncanHillsGolf.com. So you can find us there. And I always refresh it up in the wintertime so it doesn't become a spider web. So it's kind of a spider Mm -hmm. web right now. I haven't looked at my website since April. But it's pretty current. So that's, you know, that's where I would go. And then PGA.com, I think it is for you know and there's another program too and i i should say this i'm just not a member of the lpga but the lpga has some fantastic teaching programs they have this 
girls golf program through the LPGA. And, um, and I think you can find that under LPGA.org maybe. I tell you what, um, I mean, I don't know if it's still the same as when I was in high school, but I heard that, you know, there is a lot of opportunities uh, for female golfers, especially, I mean, and you, you could probably vouch for this for college as well. Lots of scholarships that are out there and lots of that are left on the table. I know a couple uh, friends from high school actually, you know, they got full rides to go play golf. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, I know they, I, they started later in life, but, you know, they're out there. And that's, that's also, yeah. that is a great resource as well. Yeah, I benefited from it. Oh, I could see. I mean, I've seen your, I see your career highlights here, and definitely benefited from it. Yeah, you know, University of Minnesota—that's no slouch whatsoever. Um, you know, I'm a Mizzou fan, so there I'm not a go. Big Ten. That's I'm okay. Not, yeah, well, we're, yeah, I but didn't we're terrible know who's at everything. In the Big Ten. They've got like 20 teams now, so I haven't. Yeah. Figured yeah. out the math. As long on as that. you, as long as you don't like Nebraska, we're good. There you go. But uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, so like you say, you can go to, uh, PGA.com mm-hmm. and that's, that's one resource. And uh, mm-hmm. what was the only one? PGA junior leagues, PGA junior league.com. That's where you will find, okay. um, all things PGA junior league golf. It's awesome. Perfect. And is there anything else uh, you know, we're, we're getting ready to wrap up here. Is there anything else that you want to promote or anything else you want to, you want to put out there for people, you know, it, it, looking to get their kids into golf or looking to get anybody looking to really get into golf? Well, I don't discriminate by age. And so I have my last big music event of the night. So I love music. I love golf. And we put this together where we have a little fun part three length um, event. It's October 8th. And if anybody is within driving distance, give us a shout at Duncan Hills Golf Course. Um, It's nine holes, part three, two person scramble. How easy is that? Super fun. And then afterwards, we have live music on the first tee box with Oxymoron, who's a local band that is phenomenal. They put Ooh. me in the band. I'm the way back singer. I go as far way back as <laughs> they will let me. And say, hey, as somebody who played, as somebody who played in the band, trust me, I'm I'm the guy who doesn't ever get a microphone. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> more or less because right I'll say here, something stupid. <laughs> this thing right here, they would not. Yeah. Want me to have. No, they, yeah, I, my, my best friends also are, was our lead singer and he still to this day doesn't like it when I have microphones. Um, this, this kills him that I have one right in front of me right now. But, um, but no, actually that event, I'm pretty sure Brett shared that on Facebook and I saw Matt and him react to it. And, you know, if it wasn't, if I wasn't going to be in Florida over that time, I'd drive up. Absolutely. Oh, it's so much fun. I yeah. like I like golf and I love live music. Live music mm. is, yeah. is these guys, one of my these, favorite things. Yeah, these guys have a guitar and a box, and they just bang on the box and play guitar. And they're, they're really, really yeah. they're what awesome. Kind of, what kind of show and oh yeah. they oh they will do anything. They do that, that's why they're called oxymorons. So they take other people's songs and they rework them to how they like them, and they could rap it out and. Or they could jazz it out, or they could country it out, and that is that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That see, feel- those are my, those are my favorite kind of like live acts is the ones mm-hmm. that just do improv and they mm-hmm. they can play anything and do anything. That's you know, as I mean, I'm I don't want to consider myself a musician. I was at one point, but that is a true musician. Is anybody who could literally just pick up a guitar and start playing, you know, by ear or start playing yeah. by request. And so they're golfer. That's and they're golfers so they're gonna play nine holes i'm guessing together in the scramble um just let them win so they'll be happy yeah. when they're playing don't yeah, don't they be gotta do setups 
sucks for them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I will say I will end it with, you know, we were up there on, on Saturday and Duncan Hills really rolled out the carpet for us. They were awesome. You guys have great hot dogs, by the way. I will say that. Nice. Um, also, that course was in great shape. It was a lot of fun. I had a blast. And, you know, I, I between Duncan Hills and Brett, I want to thank you guys for uh, for having us up there. But not only that, I want to thank you for being on today. I'm really glad that we got this conversation um, because I personally, I think uh, getting the youth started in golf is very, very, very important. Um, like I said before, it's I regret not starting at a younger age. And I think what you guys are doing is absolutely wonderful for the sport. But not only that, but wonderful for kids because it gives them something to do and it gives them something to look forward to all the time. So, D, thank you, thank you, thank you very much for Thanks being for on. Me. Um, yeah, and we will we will definitely have you back on again. Um, absolutely to to talk about anything you want to talk about. Sure you does. can even you can even we'll get you on camera with your uh, what is it the skull is that the skull horn <laughs> yeah. or the Viking horns hat. Well, my- well, my husband is Irish. He's from Belfast, Northern Ireland. And, um, yeah. well, I so mean, that everybody be, knows that. Yeah, that would be a good, uh, yeah, the Vikings founded Dublin. So, so uh, him on St. Patty's day. Yeah. Her, her husband was a golf teacher also for some PGA pros. So, Oh, that, wow. That is, he would be a good one to have on too. Mm-hmm. He's well, really then, interesting. You know he is. Yeah, he is really. As long as he's got the accent too, I'm all about. Oh yeah, and he's got oh, he's great sense of humor. You'd love him. Yeah, yeah, we might have to put. He coaches Lumpy. Yeah, he coaches what? Lumpy. Did you say he coaches rugby? Lumpy. 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 Oh, I was like rugby. I was like, yeah, he could have a lot to talk about with Matt. (laughs) But no, that would be that'd be fantastic. All right, well, D, thank you, thank you very much for being on. Um, that that I'll leave it at that. You know, um, if you guys are looking to get your kids into golf, PGA, PGA junior league.com. Yeah. We can or, put the link in the bio too. Absolutely. We'll put the link on the, uh, especially when I post this up, um, we'll put the link there and we'll also, if D, if you don't mind, we'll put your contact information in case there's anybody that wants to get involved or anybody that wants more information. But other than that, you guys have a wonderful rest of your day and, uh, we'll talk to you later. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Thank thanks, you. Guys. Thanks guys. <laughs>